Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me founder of You Whitening, Rachel Hicks. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And we're going to talk about how to lead an industry that is uncharted, which is uh, pretty cool because uh, most people know about all the industries we talk about. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, let's talk about um, you know the fact that you got into a specific industry. So I want to know how you chose teeth whitening in the first place. Like what made you go in that route versus like the multitude of other industries out there? Yeah, great question. So I started in the dental world. I'm a trained dental assistant and yep, then jumped in. You have nice teeth. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then I jumped into dental sales and just both of those experiences kind of came into teeth whitening. So the background, getting connections with manufacturers and then started doing teeth whitening. I was told by an esthetician that it was a very hot service in their industry. And I'm like, well, this is interesting. Um, why is an esthetician providing something that obviously a trained dental background would be right. more sufficient in doing? So jumped in, started doing it on my own in my home first, and then ended up a year later launching a storefront. Um, and then from there... That's when I really got into learning the difference between teeth whitening and why it is such an uncharted territory because it's unregulated. It's in both the beauty world and the dental world. And they're kind of fighting over, okay, well, who should be doing this? And what are the real regulations? And it's been interesting. Lots has been going on and can't wait to chat about it more. Yeah. So, I mean, I came from the impression um, before this episode that teeth whitening was a cosmetic uh, enhancement. Like you see it in the stores, you know, there's teeth whitening strips, there's teeth whitening paste, there's toothpaste that's teeth whitening. I use it, you know, and so, and there's like a UV thing you can stick in your mouth. I mean, I've seen like a thousand different teeth whitening things. So I assumed it was like an aftermarket thing, not sold by dentists, not pushed on. A dentist never pushed it on me before or, or a hygienist never pushed it on me. So um, walk me through uh, why it has kind of broken apart into two different paths like you mentioned you said it's like cosmetic versus dental like why is it where does this even come from and why do people care and like you know like i understand my teeth probably aren't perfectly white but i also don't care so like what makes people care so much about that besides hollywood you know and all that stuff but um why has it become so big well, first thing is, is there's two different ways you can do teeth whitening. So as you mentioned, you're kind of chatting over the counter products. So over the counter products is typically lower grades of peroxides. Typically you're working with a peroxide gel and it has to be under a certain percentage for it to be sold over the counter ah. because you don't have any soft tissue protection. So that's an over-the-counter product. You can still get some great results, but you do have to be very consistent since it's a lower amount for a longer term of time. Now, what has really popped off and really grabbed the industry lately is chair side sessions. So this is when you would come in to either a beauty professional or a dental professional, and you are there for an in-chair session, and they are putting on soft tissue protection. So lip protection as well as gum barrier protection. And then that's when they're able to jack up that peroxide percentage Uh. two to 3%. So you're getting a quicker result in a shorter amount of time. 
Got it. So it's more effective, basically, is the answer. <laughs> Typically, yes, yes. And um, so why did they, you're saying it's not, I guess, FDA approved is what you're saying? It's unregulated. So like, why did they put these strict guidelines on it then? So there, that's the thing is there's no guidelines. So you yourself could go and purchase something off of, say, Amazon or any just type in teeth whitening startup kits and you're going to get brought to different options on how to start your own teeth whitening business with these higher percentage of peroxides and um, different things that you're going to need. So this is where it gets sticky. I I could be damaging my gums. Exactly. Without proper training or techniques. And since there's no like say college or regulations, anyone could be training this person starting up um, without any specific background. And then it's a domino effect. Then that person can then go and start training in there and right. it goes and it goes and it, it seems goes. Like it seems like it's a never ending um, line of entrepreneurs that want to jump into this industry or even others. So let me ask you, what are some of the tips or advice you can give a person who's listening or watching right now who wants to be an entrepreneur, wants to potentially quit their job and wants to start a business of any kind? What are some of the things you would say to them? Research and making sure if you are jumping into a service-based industry and you do want to provide some sort of service to your clients, make sure you're getting training that is, there's a ton of background to where you're getting that training. Look for those reviews, look for product guidelines. You have to be an expert because unfortunately in a lot of industries, there's a lot of different noise and not regulated industries means that potentially you could be going down a path that isn't the most ideal. Exactly. So you mentioned um, becoming an expert or talking to people or I guess being an expert online. What are some of the ways you can showcase that knowledge to people? Yeah. So you could, would you say wondering if you already had a business and you've been trained how you would showcase that to your clients? And and so do you do that just like in person or are there, um, what if I want to get new clients? What if I want to just tell the the public, you know, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm trying to sell. I mean, obviously having a website is the right move, but um, what other methods would you recommend? I recommend obviously getting consent from your client, but really showing in time processes, especially with say a hands-on service. Um, if you're showing exactly what's happening, because that's a big thing is a lot of potential clients are really unsure what happens during a process. And especially when you talk about teeth whitening, tons of people don't like the dentist. So they might be a little <laughs> bit more um, hesitant to actually do a chair side service because they just automatically think of the dental office. So showing real time, showing potentially what so the you're talk- outcome could look like. So you're talking about maybe shooting some videos here is what it sounds exactly. like. Exactly. So yeah, videos some, great. Uh, maybe some blog posts showing the, the, the process that you're taking to do whatever your business or your services and Exactly. Yeah, okay. for sure. <clears throat> now it's tough out there for business owners in general because the pandemic has crushed everybody. But I'm hearing from a lot of female friends of mine and or women entrepreneurs that it's just tough in general for women entrepreneurs. Why is that? What are you seeing? How can women support each other? 
Yeah, support is the biggest thing in community. I would say right now it's really hard to find people that are willing to help you without some sort of hidden agenda. Uh, you want to really find a community that is familiar in your service area and can back you up with different, say, marketing tips, client potential, different ways to build your streams of income with your business. I've had some really great luck with even just grow, joining uh, Facebook groups that are specific to our industry and a great buildup of throwing around different ideas and also tricks and techniques to help your service grow. Yeah. And I mean, that's the tough part, right? Is there's so many people out there that want to be business owners. It's hard to not only get started, but then grow. So how do you get pop? How do you get popular in an oversaturated industry? For example, I mean, a uh, global teeth whitening market was valued at a little under $7 billion in 2021. And then this year or by 2030, it's going to be almost 12 billion. So how do you etch out your share of that market when there's a gazillion people doing it? You got to get crafty. And what I always recommend too is teeth whitening is such a add-on service that there are so many other businesses that are fr- thriving that you could be helping. So personally, what we do here with our consumer-based studio is we've built up great connections with local spas, dental offices, and we work together. So offering their clients potential discounts or popping up at their location and making that service something that is a great addition to their already great service list. So it's really building up connections with businesses that are already established. We've had really good luck. Let's dig into this for a minute because this applies to every single business out there. How do you, first of all, identify the businesses that will work well with your business? Number one. Number two, how do you establish a relationship with those businesses in order to have them listen to you? And then three, how do you decide and or figure out what the deal is going to be between you? This is what I want to know. First thing is definitely strap on those boots and get (laughs) kick dirty a little bit, right? Going back to that old school cold calling. If that's, you know, getting that phone call, those emails, the pop-ins, making that initial connection and then chatting about why you are an asset and why your service is an asset and as you mentioned, lots of people are doing teeth fighting. So why are you the asset? Hopefully- so why, so why are you the, why are you the asset? Like what, what do you tell, you know, let's, let's change it up a bit. Maybe it's a, a pet store, you know, and you have a new, um, pet treat made out, made out of organic, uh, you know, ingredients and you want to sell it, but why do they need you? They have like a million other products. They have a million other treats. So how do you sell that? Like what's the upsell? What's the, What's the value add? And just saying that, you know, being crafty, I mean, I get that, but there's got to be some extra little piece that you can tell us. Hopefully your product is premium, that you're sourcing something that's unique and different, and as well as your price point. You need to also make sure that your price point is ideal, not only for that business, but make sure your personal margins are healthy enough to compete with others in the area. So quality and price are really going to be some two two good drivers. Um, and then the last piece, how do you figure out, you know, what the deal is going to be? Some people aren't very good at business. Some people aren't good at contracts, you know, and that kind of thing. So how do you, how do you decide that? 
back to really looking at those margins, make sure you understand your numbers and then think on what that specific business is offering, saying if you're using their space, well, then if it's also their clients and it's your products and you're coming to them, is that a 50-50 split or are you doing something of um, like a room rental, et cetera, and then you are charging the client directly? Ideally, at the end of the day, it needs to obviously be healthy for both of you, but it is, I've really found it's been specific per business. We haven't really came up with the perfect, Mm. you could say, split, et cetera, across the board. It seems to be business to business. Okay. So it might be different for every business almost, but some might be similar. It's interesting because... You know, the pandemic has made a lot of businesses close down and kind of forced them to go online. So now it's like, well, how do you navigate post pandemic? Um, you know, we're heading into a recession. More businesses are going to close down. People are going to be getting laid off. So let's say you do have a product or a service that you want to add on to another business. What are some ways you could do that without the brick and mortar presence? It ha- really highlights that service aspect, right? You can't get a service online. So if you are looking for a business potentially and it's not something that is specifically unique, like let's say there's so many teeth whitening kits out there, that service is key. So it's hands-on service because like you mentioned, brick and mortars are unfortunately closing. So that service can't be closed, right? You need to be there to provide it. You can't provide it online. So that's huge. And then say if you are going more product-based, then if you are looking for products, again, back to that quality premium product as well as pricing. Again, you would have to switch it up and make sure that if you are providing the service, you can somehow get it into an online presence. Obviously, there would be modifications, but your premium service chair side should somehow be able to flow over into something that can also be sold e-commerce style. Makes sense. This is awesome. So um, tell us where people can find out more about your your service, right? And um, if you have any kind of um, discount codes for us that you might want to give out. Yeah, exactly. If you're a straight to consumer and you're looking for just teeth whitening in general, you can check out you whitening for our great home options. And you can use strap for 10% off. Or if you are a dental professional or a beauty professional already in the teeth whitening service space, or you're looking to learn about more info, you can check us out at uh, professionalwhiteningproducts.ca and same discount code. Awesome. And that's white, uh, youwhitening.ca with a U, youwhitening.ca. Awesome. Yes. Thank you, Rachel. This was awesome. And I will try to get my teeth a little whiter next time I see you. (laughs) And um, hope everyone learned something from this. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.